to You Choose You Now. This podcast is to support you making yourself a priority in your life so you can live your best life. I'm your host, Amanda Hill-Ryle, best-selling author of I Choose Me and the creator of The Mood Munchers, colourful characters which represent emotions. As opening up conversation about emotional and mental health is a passion of mine and vital for our growth. I talk to guests who can share their wisdom with you, but also share my own insights, knowledge and expertise of being a teacher, a mother, and so you can come home to you with love and passion and awareness. Thank you for listening, and I'm so happy you are choosing you now. Please leave your comments and reviews so that we can make You Choose You our journey together to coming home to ourselves. Welcome to another episode of You Choose You Now. Today I'm delighted to introduce an amazing guest. I have been on her show. Her name is Misha and she's all about growth, inspiring others. Hi, Misha. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm all right. Thank you for asking. How are you today? I'm brilliant. Uh, Just so delighted to be interviewing you. To tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. Yes. So hi, everyone. My name is Misha. I am 25 years old and I'm a cosmetologist by trade. I got into that while I was still in high school and I graduated high school with my degree, you know, right at 18 years old. And while doing hair and meeting people, and I also got into waxing at a company called the European Wax Center. So that was kind of like speed dating for me um, because, you know, we get like 15 minutes to wax a back, you know, so you've got quick time. So you're meeting all these people. And even with hair and my coworkers would feel the same about just the energy, I guess, that mm-hmm. I bring and how I'm able to uplift people. And for me, I never, that was never really my goal. You know, yeah. it just happened naturally. And I never wanted to see anyone in a bad mood so if I'm working with someone and they come in in like a a grumpy mood naturally I'm like what's wrong let's talk about it you know you could get through anything just naturally positive positive energy positive energy is amazing thank you and while doing hair I did start a blog just focusing on the beauty industry and giving Mm -hmm. tips to anyone looking just for encouragement and guidance and what to expect when working in the beauty industry, just to keep everyone motivated and always, you know, encouraged to keep seeking more information and Mm -hmm. driving, you know, and while doing the blog, I would, you know, give encouragement, but I wanted to step out of the box of the beauty industry. Yeah. And so I decided to start my podcast and I have a podcast and the name of it is Misha's Madness and Motivation. And it's um on a few platforms and what I wanted to do with the podcast, what I felt would be different than the blog mm-hmm. was to open it up to more than just the beauty industry. Yes. And, yes. And your message op- wise. So what is your message yes. with your podcast? So the message with Misha's madness and motivation is basically encouraging people to live their best life, no matter what yes. their background is, you know, no matter what they want to do in life just to give them that push to let them know that they can do anything they put their minds Mm. to 
I've also been trying to just give tools on how they can take the steps that they need to take, you know, to complete their journey. Yeah. I love that because we're not taught that at school. We're sort of told, do this exam to get onto a career ladder. And yet we forget the very essence that we are. I can see your energy. I can feel your energy. I'm very like that too. And it's just realizing that we've got it inside us. We've just forgotten it. Yes. Yes. So I just want to help people find that, you know, go within and look at, you know, life as the glasses half full instead of half Half empty. Love that analogy. Uh, But why is it important that you help others and that you just don't keep the energy and you for you? So I would say that it's important for two, two different reasons. So the first reason that I feel is important for me to share with others and to uplift others and to help them is because I, I don't want to be the only one, you know, I yeah. want other people to succeed. And the second reason would be because, you know, to go along with me not wanting to be the only one, I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't feel fulfilled if I kept this all to myself. It's like, I'm sharing so is caring. Yes. And I'm so excited about it. I'm like, everyone should know that they can live the life that they want to live. Mm. No, I totally agree with you 100%. Because yes. we... As humans, I've said it before, we are made for connection, yet it's fear that keeps us disconnected and that fear of isolation, which I suffered from through my depression, which I'm so glad I'm out of, but it's realizing you're not labels or what people make of you. You get to choose you every time. And I love the fact you started off with the beauty and you've launched into beingness of who you are. How did your parents inspire you? So my parents help to inspire me in a lot of ways just it's interesting the way the world works like five years ago I think that I would probably have a different answer but now Mm -hmm. that I don't have them you know so I can't call them and ask them for more advice or I all I have is what they literally all I have is what they you know taught me so what I would say how they inspired me is just to always go for what feels right they've always inspired me to treat people equally and with kindness you know with love to lead with love always Um, even when people are not kind to me you know they always remind me that it's okay you know everyone's not going to be loving but to still lead with love and that's amazing that's amazing with the crappy people so it's just it's it's nice they've inspired me in a great way well no they allowed you to be and what I've learned is that you know a third of the people are never going to like you a third of the people will love you no matter what you do and the others aren't really bothered either way and yet I know myself my own journey I my validation all came from other people and that was ridiculous because I didn't realize I didn't trust myself. And through my journey, I've learned to trust myself, love myself. And in that yes. case, like you, you just give to others without any need for anything in return. Thank you. Yes. And that's important. And also, my parents also like gave me that confidence, you know, the constant yes. I love you. I love yous and you're Amazing. beautiful. So they helped build my confidence as well. Yeah. To- to give that way without expecting anything because so I have so much to yeah, give. You were born that way, but they didn't take anything away from you. They yes. just made sure that it made solid. Whereas I know through society, we have a tendency to judge people and strip them from that, which is a shame. That's the reason yes. for my podcast, just to be, we are born curious, innocent, creative and wonderful and full of love. 
and I want to keep that going. Yes. yes. So if you had any inherited narratives from your parents of how life should be, or even them from their parents, would you change any of them? What were they and would you change them? Oh man, so many narratives. One that just automatically popped to mind is my grandmother says all the time, and I'm going to like rephrase it because she might have a bad word in there, but she <laughs> says, love is a bowl of Cheerios. Eat that mess up and forget about it. <laughs> and I get the word she uses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I am the complete opposite. You know, I'm like, I love love and I, you know, and I'm always so giving, but I think she says that to remind me to stay cautious, you know, but yes. I want to change that narrative. Totally. Because I think when you want to connect, are you in connection or are you in protection? And yes. as parents, we want to protect, but you've got to let others share everything. Get over. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's just who you are. And actually, if you can step into that energy, everything is possible. So, yay. yay. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking to you. You're so positive. Oh, thank yes. you. How do you want to live your life? Because you're young. And what tools do you have to support you or that you've learned on the way or tips that you think, wow, yeah, that's been life changing for me? Wow. I think, oh, okay. So what, how do I want to live my life? I want to live my life unapologetically. I want to live mm -hmm. my life confidently, fearlessly. Yes. And the tools, I think, you know, even meeting and, and talking with people such as yourself, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like, I just think it's amazing just to even have the support. Like you were on my podcast and I didn't expect to be invited onto your platform. And that no, but it, that's it. It's the connection. You know, I yes, saw in you, which is just a reflection of me. We are all connected like that. And to support one yes. another, I think it's the greatest gift. Yes. And so tools such as that, like just making the different connections and feeling the support from even strangers sometimes, mm -hmm. it just keeps me going. It's like, okay, if a stranger can see this in you, you, you have something, you know, just keep going, yeah. keep pushing, you know. Believe in yourself, everybody, yes. all the listeners, even if I've been at the deepest, darkest place and yet I've just let go of that because it, all it was was a narrative in my mind wanted to attach right. itself to it. And we are so much more than our minds and our emotions. So, yeah, I love what you're about. Now, Thank you. Thank you. when you come a parent, if you want to in the future or if you work with young people, how do you want to show up in their lives? So I'm not a parent yet. I actually, I joke with my family, all the children. They tell me once I have one, I won't think that. But um, <laughs> whenever I do have children, <laughs> I just hope to show up for them however they need me, whatever that looks like. You know, yeah. I don't want to put a, I don't want to put a name on it or a title on it, but I just want them to know that I'm there for them in any way that they would need me. I think that's amazing. That's just such honesty and no demands, no expectations, no story attached to it. Yes. Because it's taken me a long time. Um, my son was ill in hospital last week. And what I realized is that all I need to do is not make him better, but just hold space, tell him he's safe, tell him I love him. Yes. And everything else. The that's all we need as children. Yes. Pure safety oh, and love. 
how is he feeling now? Is he? Oh yeah, he's back on the mend and all the rest of it. Oh yeah, no, thank you. He's back to being a teenager again. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. It was nice to have him needing me as a mum. That did yes. feel like my little boy needed me. How do you think generally in society narratives, you know, from media, from social media, our parents, our schooling, how do you think it affects us? Oh man, more than we know, you know, more than we can probably, I don't want to say more than we can imagine, because if you just take a few, a few moments to educate yourselves on how deep it really is, just mm-hmm. to see certain words, even the signs that we drive by to plant yes. that seed in your mind, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so broad, just all of the ways that, you know, media and just advertising and other people's thoughts can influence our own. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to guard your mind, make sure you're not watching negative things all the time. You know, the gossipy shows that are drama filled or the movies that are false, but, or, you know, fiction, but they're, you know, slashing people and a lot of blood and gore. Yes. It has an effect on you. Of course it does. I mean, my son's into the gaming and I say to him, that's not real life. And I'm telling him that is not good for him. We restrict right. it. Of course, all the friends are doing it. He doesn't want to feel left out. Right. And I myself, I know I used to be addicted to soap operas. And I, I've just stopped watching them. And actually what I've realized is I don't actually miss them because right. I'm doing me. And yes. there are films that I watch now, but they are inspiring. They make me think. It's about connection. It's about love. It's about faith in who people are. And that's what I want the world to be like, to realize. But that doesn't sell big bucks unfortunately no of course not of course not and there'll always be a a group of people that are going to keep the money flowing you know Mm -hmm. for the people who are producing things that i mean but that's their goal you know when they are producing these things that may not be the best interest of the person watching it's the it's in the best interest of them so they just went out and created maybe they aren't even filling their minds with these things but not filling your mind with things that can influence you in a negative or neutral way I guess you know like the positive way for me would be the inspiration so that you can go out and create something of your own to share we all have Um, dreams and dreams can come true and without the extra tv you know you have extra time yes I've found that out and I also want to talk about tiktok just for like the younger generation yes so what I've noticed um and even my nieces you know they're younger the interaction isn't there. Even I can't even really have a regular conversation with children just on, oh, like, you know, how school or what are your hobbies? They're just dancing. They're not even talking to me. They're not no. answering. They're just doing TikTok dances. So that to me, to see that, I'm like, I know that is a problem. Yeah. It's amazing how social media has developed and it is everybody just showing up because we're very busy yes. right now. But it is that connection and actually spending time. And what I found out is that I was so busy trying to connect, but I hadn't connected with myself. And I had yeah. to actually go within and learn to sit with myself in silence just to find out what was going on in my head and what attachments I had and deal with them, which was amazing. Awesome. I think the way we educate our children, because they are our future, and even our young people like yourself, is so important. And I've learned the power of words because I used to just blare about my feelings and everything without actually thinking how it landed. 
or what it would how it'd be received. So, for example, I used to use the word guilt a lot and fault, and I've changed that for responsibility now. And it's yes. made such a difference. How would you change education as it is now and has been for the last 20, 30 years with what I've seen? There's been a big change globally with the pandemic, people having to isolate, spend time with themselves. It's literally been forced. But I think it's been a good thing because we haven't had to do anything else and realize what you actually need. So what do you think will come out of this for the positive for the education of the young people? To answer your first question, what I would change in education would be the approach of how, like in America, the approach of just the whole grading system and what's considered proficient or not. And another thing that I would love to change is um, the special education system here. I don't know if it's the same there, but there are certain not requirements, but certain qualities that would, then you would be able to be in a special educated class. In America, there's uh, one of the requirements or one of the qualifications is bad behavior. And I would like to change that because it gives a, it's just terrible. It's negative. I don't even like the word bad behavior. So I use inappropriate behavior because that's another one of the worst. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not right or wrong. And I was yes. brought up in my Catholic life. There is a good way. There is a wrong way. And I've yes. realized there is just what is. Right. And everyone expresses themselves different, especially children when mm-hmm. they're not, you know, they don't have the vocabulary or the the know-how to really totally. express those emotions. And to put a, a kid in a special education class for behavioral problems, to me, it just it is it's just so it's bad on so many levels you know it affects their education because now they're not getting they're going to be so behind and they're ostracized for not getting along you know as Mm -hmm. I think the coronavirus and now with everything being online I think it's going to be tough for a lot of the kids to go Mm -hmm. back to school I can see how this can affect their social skills and their learning abilities you know, as a child, I enjoyed learning hands-on and totally. watching my other peers do it or doing it with my other peers, you know? And what I've noticed, I have, he's actually my little cousin, but I call him my nephew because he's four, but he Aww. is in preschool and he's been doing remote live classes for an hour each, every morning, Monday through Friday. And they're learning their, the alphabet. They're learning how to write their names, you know, shapes. There's no connection. And I was worried about him because, you know, he wasn't, it's like sometimes he would recognize letters from his own name, but then sometimes he wouldn't, you know, he would call an O a circle, you know, and what his mother did was go and get a tutor for him. So now he'll go to school, but then he'll tutor in person with, you know, an actual person where they can write together and talk together. And it has helped him tremendously. So I can see how the children may, if they don't have, you know, the tutoring at home or their parents may not have the resources to do that, it's going to be tough. Yeah. And I hope, I hope the teachers and just everyone that controls how the teachers teach, I hope that they're prepared. Yeah. Cause I think this is going to affect our children because I am a teacher myself. Yes. But when I went back to school, my priority was the pastoral care, their emotional, mental welfare. 
teaching, especially the early years, you know, how to talk, how to become friends. Because yes. without that foundation and security in yourself as a child, you can't learn. You're not ready to right. learn. You know, you have to have that. And as you said about the bad behavior and what is bad behavior, behavior is actually only a product of how we're thinking and are the response from others. And it's when a need hasn't mm -hmm. been met. So I want to uncover what are the needs that haven't been met. You know, as wounded children, as I say, we are wounded children masquerading as adults. And I'm mm -hmm. fixing my inner wounded children so I don't pass it on to my son. But right. actual connection, showing, modeling, one-to-one, -one, even in a group, is key for life and for humans. Yes. Computers don't cut it. They're fabulous for things like this and communicating for the other side of the world. But children need real people, real Yes, time. that's the foundation, you okay. know. No, I love that. And your journey, why do you think self-discovery, self-development is important for all of us? So self-development is so important because things are ever-changing, you know. There's yes. always new information being, you know, put out there. So to not develop yourself and to not continuously seek new information is to stay the stay the same mm -hmm. which is to not grow you know essentially so without self-development we don't grow no I love that because I, I was afraid of change as a child because you do need that consistency and routines but yes. like I watch the weather now it changes it doesn't have any problem changes life right. is as changeable <laughs> as the weather and yes. seasons and yet People are afraid of the unknown. And I know yeah. I've stepped into so many things in the last year by just letting go of that fear and trying it out. It doesn't matter if it goes wrong because I learned something rather than look at the negative, as you say. I go, oh, that was a lesson to learn. Right. Yeah. And then, yes, and then you, you grow from that experience, yeah. you know, from just learning lessons, you know. Lessons are what build character. Exactly. And being compassionate with yourself, because that's something I've yes. had to learn slowly. Oh, my goodness. To be goodness. compassionate to myself. Yeah. Right I'm very good <laughs> compassionate for other people, but we, I think we are our harshest critics. And just to be kind yes. to ourselves, if we can teach that to children, wow, would the world be a different place? Yes. So how can people connect with you if they want to find out all about Misha's madness and motivation? Yes. Well, if they want to check out the, the podcast, they can definitely check it out on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Audible. It's on a few different a few different things. It's also on the Apple Podcast. You guys Ooh. can probably just Google search it. Yes. Um, I'm on Instagram as well as a few different things. I haven't officially made an Instagram for the podcast or a Facebook page, but I'm working on that really soon because oh. it's necessary. Absolutely. We'll connect through that as well and share. <laughs> yes, definitely. But on my my personal Instagram is Namari underscore A, which is N-A-M-A-R-I underscore A. Amazing. We'll look you up there. Uh, yes. So to complete this wonderful interview, if you had one piece of advice from your life, your experience, for your growth and who you want to become to share with our listeners, what little nutshell would you share? Oh man, I would like to share that everything 
you need, whoever you are listening, anything that you need, whoever you want to become, whatever journey you're on, you have everything necessary for your journey inside of you. We're not told that. I hasten to add, and it's taken me 50 years (laughs) to realize that, but you know, better late than never, I always say, is what we're about. Yes, and it's just start where you are. Yeah, and the sky's the limit. Yes. You are what you you choose to be. Thank you for spending the time, sharing your knowledge, sharing your experiences. I love it. You are amazing. Keep being joyful. Keep inspiring. And let's get those positive vibes. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I had a blast. We will connect again. I hope you enjoyed listening to my podcast, You Choose You Now, and realize that you can choose how you live and show up in the world to make a real difference. Love who you are. I would love to continue our journey together, so please hit subscribe and join me for my next inspiring episode. This is Amanda Hill-Ryle wishing you joy, love and compassion. Bye for now.